0: want to do more than follow orders, think outside of the box, and manifest your dreams? Then you've come to the right show. Welcome to the award-winning podcast Holding On the Fort by U.S. Vet Wealth. I'm your host, Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and entrepreneur. For season seven, I am ecstatic to be in partnership with The Rosie Network to highlight motivational stories of personal growth, financial awareness, and autonomy in our military community. Now, let's get started. All right, hey everyone, welcome back. Really excited. It's Thursday, you know what that means? It means that I get to continue to invite you all into my world of US Vet Wealth and entrepreneurship and podcasting. And today I am excited to continue the second part and really the final part of Mike Wallace's two-part interview that was taking place episode 158. If you haven't listened to that, I recommend going back to episode 158. This is part two of that conversation. And I am fortunate to be bringing on my husband who is my co-host for this episode, as well as my business partner and my life partner. Oh, how cute. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, quote of the day for you said by Mike Wallace in this conversation. He says, I did what anyone else would have done. I said, okay, I'm going to fix this. And so our whole conversation revolves around transition support beyond the legacy programs. For this final part, Scott commends Mike for setting his members up, his cohort members at Blue Water Advisors. Setting them up for success by teaching them the basics of networking, which is very important. I I do recall a past conversation I have on this show asking people like I I know actually you're going to hear this in upcoming shows. So shout out to Tori. He's going to appear in one of the Thursday episodes. I remember he talked about like how networking is really important. And I said, well, what does that look like, though? Because I feel like everyone says that everyone says you need a network, you need to network. But, But what does that look like? Like, is it like a one time thing? Is it a consistent thing? And so and so we'll have a little bit about that conversation today with Mike Wallace and the basics of networking. Scott and Mike also discussed resources on how military retirees can create their own custom career paths for post military life. So. Mike, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Also to my husband because he held it down. He held down the fort here by leading the conversation. Just as a quick reminder, if you want to hear more of conversations between Scott and Mike Wallace, you can check out our free podcast portal brought to you by US Bet Wealth at holdingdownthefortpodcast.com forward slash portal. And you will see a number of those replays. And so you can hear more about Mike Wallace's advocacy to, you know, help military retirees with transition support beyond the legacy programs, such as the transition assistant program and all the other, you know, government programs to help our service members transition. Mike has a different approach. He's another optional approach if anyone is looking for it. So enjoy this conversation and hang out with me in the outro, if you want to hear any other commentary that I have to share, I don't know what it is at this moment. And that's the surprise is you're going to find out what I'm going to talk about afterward. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much and enjoy this conversation. And thanks again, Mike, for being on our show. Yeah. It's not like you wanted to start Blue Water Advisors because it was like your desire to start a business. It was really out of necessity. You were thinking outside of the box because the box just was not enough. Like people were still asking questions, people were still coming to you. So the fact that you were able to create something outside of the box and be able to, you know, grow it via word of mouth and here you are, you know, three years later and, you know, your cohort program is booked for months in advance. I think it speaks volumes to what you're offering and more importantly, what our community is hungry for.
1: Well, I couldn't agree more. And, and, you know, we chuckle about it a little bit, but you know, hey, I can get, you know, 10 or 12 of you in a room and we can have a conversation for a day or I'm going to drink an awful lot of coffee because I'm going to have three or four meetings with each one of you guys every single week. And, you know, it just becomes too unwieldy, right? So Mm -hmm. as we look back on our own experiences, right, we were passionate about a couple of things. We wanted to keep the group small because we value relationships. I want to get to know you. I really want to understand you. I want to understand what's important for you. What do you want to preserve in life? What are you passionate about pursuing? And then let's get busy and charting a path to get you headed that direction. Mm -hmm. We knew the audience that we were going to attract attention from, Well, we suspected, but after certainly six months into it, our analytics pointed out clearly who our members are. Although we have an open door, we never tell anybody no. But primarily, we're that senior leadership that walks through the door that is looking for this level of insight. And we knew that it had to be credible. And what I mean by that Mm -hmm. is (laughs) our members that walk through the door, they may not be experienced in business, you know, or finance or any of these other things that they're getting ready to step into. But make no mistake about it. Every single individual that walks through our door can smell BS in about six seconds and they will shoot you squarely in the head if that is you. If you are just pushing this out with no credibility, and rightfully so, they're just going to shoot you, or they're going to tune you out and walk out, and you've lost them. And so we knew that our message had to be founded in our experiences. In other words, mm-hmm. we've earned trust with you because I was successful wearing the uniform. You are too. I've navigated this career progression space like you're starting to. I've found success. And, you know, we're up to six or seven career progression consultants now, whether or not you mm-hmm. found success in private equity or a startup someplace or defense industry or government contracting, we have somebody on the team that's going to speak from the high ground to answer your questions to say, hey, this is, this is how you do this and why. The ocean of goodwill is filled full of people that are going to tell you what you need to do. Hang mm-hmm. with me on the language. Here's a list of what you need to do, which is completely different than this is how you do it and why. You with me on that? It's a completely different message. And so we founded our message on that, on the credibility, the currency, and the relevancy Mm -hmm. in everything we do as we engage our members. Now, I'll tell you, Jen, we've had some exciting recent conversations and I hope they continue to grow we built this effort in hopes that we were not going to have to continue to pass costs through to our members. We were hopeful that Navy right leadership would see the value in this thing. Why they haven't? Because analytically, I can pour through. We can take any one of our 350 members that have been through or any number of different 100 companies or landing reports that are out there and they're all going to say, do more of this, Navy. Why doesn't Navy recognize it? I can analytically walk them through to the results. And I'm not sure the answer to that. But
0: Yeah. Well, it's like you said earlier, there's no feedback loop. You there's,
1: know, it just, there's, there's not, really, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're building this just kind of word of mouth as we go forward. But, you know, we're excited to continue to do that and put together these keen insights and preserve this information. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Every month the network gets a little bit bigger. Like just this week, we had three more people land in some really exciting companies that mm-hmm. are providing us landing reports. Very great information for the next person who comes in and says, I want to do that. Well, guess yeah. what? We now have a network. This is how they did that. Right. It just makes sense. And and just hang with me, you guys. You know, our network is this big and growing rapidly at three years. Imagine what it'll be in five years or six years. Can mm-hmm we've recently had to hire an IT company because I've got so much data coming out of my ears that I'm getting, I can't manage it all. You know, landing reports and keen insights. And, you know, I had a conversation with an individual who was pursuing Northrop Grumman. I won't name his name. And he says, hey, Mike, what do you think? This is the offer that the company sent me. And I said, well, yeah. And he goes, hey, before you say anything, Mike, says, I know you are corporate, you know, in Amazon and, you know, this may not look that great and, you know, you may not be too impressed. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, listen, the conversation I want to have with you right now has nothing, nothing to do with what Mike Wallace thinks of this offer. Mm -hmm. It has every single thing to do with the eight other people over the last 11 months who have pursued this company in similar roles and have negotiated this offer to this outcome. That's the conversation I want to have with you. And based on the data, if you don't go back and negotiate that offer, it is my opinion that you're leaving thousands of dollars left unpursued. And so that's just my opinion, take it or leave it. But I love having mathematical conversations with our members because there's no emotion. This is just the data that we're working hard to put together so Hmm. we can give our members the best insight that we can, right? So they can go on and be successful.
0: Yeah. And you obviously have a successful track record of your members finding employment. And I'm curious, like early on in the program, what is the mindset shift that you try to instill in these senior leaders, yeah. you know, going from the military to career progressing into something else? Like, Because I imagine that that requires a certain kind of conversation that can only come from people like you.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's <laughs> interesting because we actually in the morning we devote a section, a part of our curriculum, to mindset, mm. and we talk to our audience specifically about here are some of the stereotypical opinions of the environment that you're approaching, mm. and here's reality. And Jen, we would have to dedicate an entire podcast to cover all the specifics out there, but for example. Some people walk through our door and they go, I'm going to be God's gift to corporate America and just look (laughs) at me. Why would you not love me? And today is whatever it is, it's August 15th and I expect to be fully employed by September 1st. And I'm like, that is a great goal and I'm on board and let's go conquer this. And then my first question is, where do you want to go? Yeah, I want to leave the fenced yard and I want to kind of go work for Microsoft. All right. Do you know anybody there? Nope. Have you talked to anybody there? No. (laughs) Do you want to be employed? By the 1st of September. Like two, you're giving yourself a whopping two weeks. Yeah, because I'm just going to call them and say, look at me. Why wouldn't you love me? And I want to go. That is a mindset shift, right? Wow, yeah. And again, mathematical analytics can come to play here. Where I can look at an individual and say, I'm on board. I will be your enduring partner. And if that's the stake in the ground you want to run to, I'll run with you. But let me share some analytical insight. Of the 300 members that have been through Blue Waters doors over the last, you know, 30 months, right? The average time to land a job is about four months, right? The national average is five and a half, maybe six months for big transitions, right? But if you come through Blue Water and, you know, that bell curve, some will be in that three-month to two-and-a-half-month window. Some will be in that three-month to kind of four-month window. But those are the analytics. But if you want to land a job in two weeks, I'm with you. Let's start running. I recommend we start running today.
0: Yeah, And uh, yesterday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then you get the, okay, well, wait a minute. Analytically speaking, right? Okay this makes sense to me. So we have math behind these conversations, right? I say, I'm yeah. just making this stuff up. We have numbers and math behind it. And every member that comes through and every member that lands on their landing report, they say, this is when I started pursuit of this company. And this is when I received the offer letter. And that delta and time is important, right? So we can build expectations for our members, right? Another one that we hear often is, you know, our members, and I love our members. And I tell our members, every single buddy that that attends our cohorts, you are worth a gajillion dollars a year, hands down. You move mountains, you move heaven and earth. There's nothing that you individuals in this room can't do. And I believe that in my heart. Mm-hmm. And you're worth a ton of money. I said, but that's not the question that you need answered. And mm-hmm. the room gets quiet and they look at me and they're like, what are you talking about? And I go, Yeah. It's a short list of companies that can pay you a gajillion dollars a year. The answer to the question you want is, what is the company you're pursuing able to pay you for filling this role and responsibility in this geographic area? How are they able to compensate you? That's the Mm -hmm. question that you want the answer to. And again, we come back to math. We can help with that. Of everybody that's landed to pursue roles like this, we think this is what they're able to do. And they've proven Mm -hmm. this, right? And so, you know, it's a mindset shift, right? There will be some individuals say, hey, I've got kids in high school. There's no way I'm leaving Virginia Beach and I'm not working for a penny less than $475,000 a year, period, not. And I'm like, okay. And we call that kind of a misaligned strategy, meaning it's not that I don't think some of our members can make compensation like that. But the fact of the matter is your chances of doing that, your first step in your career progression right here in this area, that's going to be tough. Yeah. I said, let's go to the whiteboard. Let's script out a strategy. Are you worldwide deployable? That's the first question I'm going to ask you. Are you willing to move to San Francisco? Are you willing to move to New York? Are you willing to move to Seattle? Well, no, Mike, I've got kids in High Swamp, Sam, right here. Ooh, okay. Mm. I don't know, that's not quite lined up. Something is not, is not working here. And so we work them through a lot of those mindset, you know, shifts. Yeah. and there are just a ton of them. But, you know, I look at this, you know, and Steve Weman and I, he's a, a good partner. You know, this is like being a flight instructor, you know, back, if I could go years back when I was teaching in the F-14. And you, do instructional flights with pilots and and you get to know, in other words, I know the mistake he's going to make before he does it. In other words, mm. here it goes. He's in the, in the <laughs> you just
0: have to watch it happen. <laughs> it was
1: very common. If the plane starts to get slow during, during landing and they, they forget to take the wings and move them forward. You go, I know he's not going to put his wings forward. Yep. Look at that. It's 200 knots and the wings still on forward. <laughs> and then you got to go put the wings forward. He's like, Oh yeah, I was going to do that. You were going to fall out of the sky like a rock. You weren't. And so we get frustrated. But the thing as an instructor you have to remember is that was his first time learning that lesson. Mm. It might have been my hundredth time of seeing it, the mistake made, but that's, that's his first time learning it. And so all the members that come through the Blue Water Program, you know, we have so many you know, insights and so many stories to share with them. But we can't lose sight that everybody that comes through that starts, right, the career progression with us, they're seeing mm-hmm. it for the first time, right? Yeah. Uh, and, but our ability to articulate the how and the why is getting better because of all the insights we gain from future members that have gone through and navigated the space as well. So it's an exciting Absolutely. venture. We love it. And we're building great, great career progression consultants, Steve Wieman, You know, John Malfitano has come on board now as well. Todd Flannery, Fred Smith down in Pensacola as well. Dave Wadelick up in Richmond. I mean, these are individuals that absolutely love our message and our mission and vision and want to be a part of it. Uh, Brian Hurlick as well. He's up at uh, John Hopkins University Applied Physics Lab. You know, these, these guys are credible. They've been successful in uniform. They've navigated this space. They've been successful on the outside as higher managers. And now they're all coming back, you know, and bringing these uh, insights. So yeah, uh, just love it. Yeah.
0: The one thing I really want to comment on is how you keep saying that this is a mathematical discussion, you know, and the fact that you collect so much data for, you know, and analytics for your business is the reason why you can continue to evolve and refine your messaging and everything. And I think that's important to know, especially if anyone does get into business for themselves is recognizing that, you know, your original thought for your business may not be the same. Like later on. yeah. And so it's just great to hear the natural progression and being able to bring on more career progression consultants with you. I want to make sure we wrap up in about 10 minutes here. And I I know that Scott has been kind of unmuting every now and then. So I just want to check in with you, Scott, because I know that you've been part of the the programs or been sitting in the back, you know, observing this yourself. So I'm curious if you had any thoughts you wanted to share.
2: No, I I mean, what I was just going to say is what I have, again, seen what's so unique about what Mike's doing is... You know, bringing it down to the level like hey we got to teach this at a, a level one or two. I know you've been a career you're a senior leader and we think we have all these skill sets and experience and sometimes it'll translate perfectly and, and that'd be great if you can figure that out. but also also to give yourself the permission to hey for this first time around go back to basics if you're in the in the network that that is blue water advisors that's that's growing, a lot of that stuff that you that you think you have to know to be at the level 10, Is already taken care of. Like you're going to find your own version of level 10. You don't want to do somebody else's level 10. You do somebody else's level one and two and then create your own level 10. And that's that's what Mike's done. I mean, Mike's at a level 10 himself, because what I think happens in that room is sure they're saying, yeah, Mike, hey, give me that job or tell me how to do it at a a price point that I'm worth. But I think in the back of their mind, they're saying, how is it that Mike's hosting this seminar on a Wednesday? (laughs) I was lucky. And and, and, and all day. It's like you you did the Amazon thing, you did the consulted thing, but yeah. eventually you went out and kind of did your own thing. And what we hear often, and I'm curious what you think, Mike, is we often hear, Scott, I don't want to know what I want to do when I grow up. I don't know what I don't know, but I do know I can put in a good ten years. You know, if I really like what I'm doing, maybe I do another twenty, but I'm really thinking, you know, yeah. I want to sock away and I want to do as much as I can in the next 10 years, sock away a bunch of money. Maybe I retire early, maybe I start my own business, who cares? But give myself the runway, as you like to say, I was air defense, not a pilot, but uh, <laughs> but uh, to, to give yourself the chance and the permission to eventually create your own orders and follow things out. So, yeah, that, that's where I think you're really setting people up for is, you know, get in the right way so that, you know, now and the, and the best way you learn is when you start teaching. And the fact that you have everybody immediately giving the landing port reports, giving feedback, I'm sure they're getting on calls with each other and saying, "Ooh, here's the little secret. I wish you know I figured it out on my own or Mike taught me that I wasn't expecting. You know, that's that's what's so valuable by having such a tight network. I mean, we're 15 years. I haven't seen anything like this, because usually um, even if it's not the government program, it's still kind of just run everybody through. And who's the next cohort and this thing where you're truly? Uh, getting to know people, keeping it small. And so I just, uh, you know, really, really value that approach.
1: No, we really do value this. And and Jim, what I was going to tell you is we are tempted a lot when we do have conversations with, whether it's CNAF, AirLant, MSC, some of these other organizations. You know, one of the first questions they ask is go, hey, Mike, how many people can you put through in one day? And the conversation quickly goes to hey, we, we want to put everybody in the room and, and could you do 40, 50 people at once and just, let's just put them through and let's just get them through this. And I'm like, it could probably, this may be the death of me. It could probably be the worst business decision ever. Mm. But we defend against that. We say, no, like ideally 10, maybe 11, maybe 12. Yeah.
0: This is yeah. not another, this is not another tap, right? It's, it's like this, you want to make more a lot
1: mass it. production. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is. And it is tempting because people want to have that conversation. And we say no. We say no. Yeah. And the other thing, you know, we're approached by a lot of people. Hey, Mike, I want to come and help. Hey, Mike, I want to come do this. Who really haven't demonstrated that currency relevancy, credibility while wearing the uniform or they didn't navigate the space to some other achievement on the other end. Have you been a hiring manager? Have you done these things out in the real world? No. Well then. What high ground are you going to speak from? Talk, talk mm-hmm. to me about the credibility. How are you going to come back and tell somebody else to do this? Like some GS7 at Fleet 4 Family Service Center. You're going to tell me how to do a resume, a functionally formatted resume. Oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. And they're going to tell me you know, how to do this. And they've never done it themselves, nor have they ever even had to utilize the product to find talent in a higher manager role. Yet they're going to tell me this is how I need to do this there's just no credibility in it and we were just so passionate and we if anything was going to happen in this venture we were going to be credible we were going to be current relevant we were going to build the network ourselves never let go of anybody people are the most important part of this and we were going to analytically right hang on to every bit of data that we could because we knew at some point in time it was going to become a thing and scott remembers the day where I'm probably three months into this venture back in 2021. And I'm like, God, we started this in January and now here I am in March and I've only got like 90 people in the network or, you know, maybe, or, you know, 30 people through and a few people that have joined on the website. Are you kidding me? Like, that's it? Like, it's not growing fast, but we watched it. Then you hit a six month point. Then you hit September and you start fourth quarter and you're like, wait a minute all right, people are now starting to find jobs with the message. And there's so many landing reports. And then you start year two. And then you go, well, I've got hundreds of people that have been through this. And now I've got data and I can draw on this. Now we're getting ready to end up year three. Hey, 300 some odd people been through this thing. Cohorts scheduled and filled out through December. Like this is growing. And the data, Jen, is what I get excited about, right? Yeah. Not that I don't love building relationships with our members, because I absolutely do, but it's the data that tells the story that allows us to give better insight and advice. I'll be so bold to say it, than anybody else in the ocean of goodwill. Right? Nobody else is tracking this data like we are. Yeah. Read me for the audience out there. There's organizations out there that do good things. I mean, but there's a lot that don't. Um,
0: Absolutely. And you're doing you're doing your part. You're doing your part in here in Hampton Roads, and I think that's the important thing is you're serving the senior leaders here that need you. And I think what you're doing is incredible. So we're just so grateful to be in collaboration with you. And I feel like part of the reason why I said earlier that it's only been in the recent months that we've been really collaborating is because I just met you in person a couple couple of weeks ago. And, you know, like forgetting the fact that like Scott's been going to, you know, the, the cohort programs and, you know, he's been in touch with you for so long. So it's just great to you know, at least for me to be more involved and, you know, to see how our company, U.S. Uh, Bet Wealth can continue to support you. And I do want to thank you for, you know, letting us come out to your networking event or your meetup a couple weeks ago and being able to feature Scott's book there, Don't Forget Your War Chest. And it turns out that, you know, one of our clients happened to be there in person. We met them yeah. for the first time in person. And so yeah. it's just great to see the, the synergy that we have between us. And we hope that, you know, here at U.S. Bet Wealth we can continue to support your mission.
1: Listen, I, I believe in what you guys do. I believe in the mission. I really do, Scott. I love being synergistically aligned with you. I truly believe our members, right, are better off for it. You guys are a resource for our members that uh, are inclined to kind of pursue this information. I can't think of anybody better, you know, to connect them with or to let them know that, hey, you're part of the Blue Water family here. Go and get your questions answered. Don't have the experience that I had with this and make an informed decision. Go, get informed, get educated, then make a decision, right? And I love how you guys, uh, you know, bring that knowledge to our members as well. And you treat them, they're your members, our members, they're our members, your members, right? This is the Blue Water family, right? And that's why, Jen, I'm so excited to align with you guys because there are some people, I mean, I wouldn't push them to a source that I didn't trust, that I didn't understand fully, that I didn't understand your motivations. I can tell everybody who's listening, and I believe it in my heart, if it's not a good fit for somebody, you're going to tell them right up front, Scott, this is not a good fit. And for all of those medical conditions that individuals may be facing and family members that that may have medical conditions, right, what you offer may not be a good fit. And I have all the trust and confidence in the world that you would tell them that that's probably not the best option. But for those individuals where it is a good fit, that you're going to have that mathematical conversation and you're going to sit down and just say, hey, look, you need to think about this. If you want to go on your 10 year kind of plan here, let's sit down and script this out because there's a better way. Right. Well, I love having yeah. you on the team.
2: Love it. No, absolutely. I, I think just the fact that we're talking with specifically the senior leaders have been in you know, a little bit longer, you know, some 20 year guys, but, but then sometimes uh, a little yeah. bit more, you know, up, upwards of the 30, 30 plus uh, range. It's a different experience as a smaller group. And so for both of what we do, we got to be brutally honest, both, you know, even if it's not going to work out for us, I cannot push this stuff on yeah. people too small, too small of an audience. You guys talk amongst each other. We just want to be useful for the ones that are a good fit and get it. And, and I know that's what you're, you're doing too. So we're learning from you. I'm learning from your members uh, specifically because that's where I realized oh, we were trying to be all things to all veterans in the finance space. And it's yeah. like, no, no, no. It's it's the senior leaders that have a question around one or two particular things you know, outside of the job thing. And it ends up causing so much stress and anxiety. Yet another thing I have to deal with. I'm trying to get this job. Then you end up just taking a job just to have it. So you get that done. And then you're trying to figure out the life insurance thing. It's like, no. Mike and I have been trying to win we're, we're, no, we're not yeah. trying. We are making this easier on you, at least kind of on that, you know, step one and two coming out of the military, you know, solve some things easier for you. So you just move on with your life and, and figure things out. So well, good. love that. We're love on, on the same page there, man.
1: Love aligning with you guys. Love these things, Jen. You're a great host, by the way. Sorry. I talked. Oh. You, you should. Oh, like
0: honestly, and
1: started cutting me off more. No, That's no, the point no. Point of no. an interview.
0: It, yeah. My goal, my goal as a host is to talk very minimally. So the fact that you covered all the points without me having to ask them, you just made my job easier. So thank you. Well,
1: uh, <laughs> We, I mean, and I know Scott's this way, right? We really do get passionate about it, right? Because, yeah. because we've lived another path, but it doesn't have to be that way. Absolutely. Right? And, and we're trying to build a better, more effective transition experience, right? A career progression experience for our members. And and I believe I believe that it doesn't have to be that way. It can be better, it can always
2: be. better. Mm-hmm. And I think to caveat on that a little bit, you know, what I'm passionate about is helping get the word out a little bit more. I mean, what happens every day is a new retiree gets on LinkedIn for the first time. And it's like, oh, geez, you know, here's a space. I'm I'm, I'm not comfortable here. And it's like, not only do you need to show up and be active on LinkedIn to network, I mean, that's one way to do it. You don't have to do it that way. You can get on the phone and do the coffee thing, but it is a tool to make it easier. But sometimes an even better tool is getting on interviews and stuff. And some of this stuff takes practice. So, You know, my passion, as soon as I sat in that room with Mike, I was like, how long have I been talking to you about, dude, we got to do videos. I got to get you out there. I got to get you on our portal. Like your stuff is so valuable because, no, I appreciate that you're introducing us to your members. And and obviously we want to be as helpful as possible without distracting from the goal of getting a a meaningful job. But what I've been doing, I mean, I've been introducing my clients and people I'm talking to as like, hey, you got to talk to Mike Wallace. At the same time, I know you're going to get overwhelmed at some point. Because not everybody can come to Hampton Roads. You can't go to every city. You've been to San Diego. You've been to D.C. Been down to Florida, and I'm sure you're gonna go into other places. But at some point, uh, we got to get Mike Wallace and then other versions of you, yeah. you know, on video recording or in group calls online. So that's where we'd like to make. You know, it's, it's so funny, blueprint. Scott. If I could just inject here, yeah. like I
1: think back three years ago, you were just, you know, the technology and the side of this, and you were building this. And I was absolutely adamant about, I'm only going to do these cohorts in person. We're not going to do anything online. And now look where we are today. You've got me on a podcast live here and you're doing a brick and mortar event this Saturday. I mean, our worlds have just (laughs) crossed, right? I mean, I love it, right? We just swapped. Somewhere, somewhere, you know, the, the best of all worlds is in the middle there. And I think you and I coming together and going down this path, it's it's walking us down there. And before I forget, I saw Tom Welsh pop in there. Tom's a stash supporter of Blue Water, and he's doing fabulously in his own career progression. He's gonna land big and Tom, we're we're pulling for you. It's gonna happen, man. So stay in Re- touch. Recently
2: retired. Congrats, congratulations. Yep. yep. He just stepped out and he's he's out out, right? So it's exciting. exciting also you. a podcaster. I mean yeah. You know, that that Tom's story, we can't wait to interview Tom. His story's great. Met yeah. him through Blue Water, you know, sitting in the room. That might have been the first cohort.
1: It might have been. Well, it was early on, Tom was a, an early joiner. And uh, after the JAG is his podcast for the audience. And Tom's been a great, you know, pipe for us. We've had several JAGs come in and around Blue Water and find their next success through that. Mm. Uh, so the message is applicable you know, it's agnostic to your background. These are things that you need to do regardless of where you're coming from. I don't care if you drive ships, fly airplanes, if you're a JAG. You know, we've had some medical community individuals come through. We had the senior medical officer out at CNAP in San Diego went through and he goes, this is exactly what the community needs. This is how to get your next success. We just recently had a, uh, a retiring uh, 15, 18 year uh, law enforcement lieutenant from the city of Norfolk come through. He's about ready to land right now. He's like, hey, the city has nothing like this. We're all over it, right? Because the message and the process works. And the network, if we plug you into it, it's going to serve you. And then you're going to become a part of the network to make it that much bigger and stronger. So we're excited to keep building, keep building.
2: Well, congrats, man. We're real proud of you and and, uh, just really excited to see where this is going.
1: Love having room with you guys. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, well, no, thank you. You did all the work here. I was just uh, a fly on the wall and every now and then I asked some questions, but honestly, your passion really Shine through in this conversation today. So, I just want to thank you so much for your time and for the work that you do. And your stamp of approval for our business means a lot to us. So, I just, you know, you're talking about the importance of credibility and, you know, what we do offering private solutions. We need that credibility, you know, because we are offering something that is not a government option. And so, it means a lot to collaborate with you and, like I said, to get your stamp of approval. So, thank you so much for that. And, you know, thank you for joining us here on Holding on the Fort.
1: Awesome. Loved it. Great time. The only thing I can think better is doing lunch with you guys over at Mission Barbecue. That was (laughs) me.
0: That was a ton of fun. Thank you for lunch. (laughs) That was great. Awesome. All right. All right. For those who come Saturday,
2: actually, for those who come Saturday, we maybe we'll go to Mission Barbecue for anybody who wants to stick around afterwards and and grab some lunch.
1: Holy cow. Town center, right? Uh, Up in the
2: gather space up there and starts at what time? Is it 10? 10, 10 a.m., you know, well, we'll we'll, we'll kind of open the doors. We'll probably get started, you know, 10, 15, 10, 30. Again, this is, this is more of an informal, it'll be super valuable, but also very informal type of thing. So come hang out in Virginia Beach Saturday morning for a little bit, and that will get you on your way uh, for the rest of the day. But And hand out some books. I got tons of books back here to hand out hard copies. So we're excited Love about it. that.
0: All right. Thank me. you,
2: guys. Loved it.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks, Mike. Appreciate your time. I mean, I'm good to go. I don't have anything else to ask. So, Scott, if you want to close us out.
2: All right. I will hit end broadcast. All right. Thanks, everybody, (laughs) for joining us. And we will see you. I'm going to be live in a little bit, five. I'm doing another version of my preview presentation for Saturday. Just kind of test running it. So we will see you then.
0: Hey, this is your host, Jen Amos. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of Holding Down the Fort by U.S. Fet Wealth. Visit holdingdownthefortspodcast.com to access the full show notes of this episode, including resources mentioned and bonus content. Once again, that's holdingdownthefortpodcast.com. Lastly, stay after this outro music for something a little extra. Thanks again and chat soon. Bye for now. All right, thank you so much for sticking around in the post commentary to hear about whatever I think I'm going to talk about. <laughs> As a reminder, if you want to hear more of Scott's and Mike's conversations that were not mentioned in this episode, but you really enjoyed hearing what they both had to say, you can go visit our free podcast portal, holding on the fortpodcast.com forward slash portal, holding on the forward slash portal. And not only will you get access to all the bonus content for Holding Down the Forts by U.S. Fet Wealth, but you'll also get free content and resources from U.S. Fet Wealth, especially for military retirees that are looking to just be more educated on what financial options are available to them in the private market. This is not this is better than this and this is worse than that. It's not really about that. It's more about One thing we recognize with our company and the reason why we exist is because rightfully so the government will primarily talk about government options and we are here to help you expand your options by educating you on what's in the private market and you know potentially see if it's better for you and your family we're also very interactive on there if you do have any questions about your own finances your own situation you can ask it every time scott goes live he does live shows in the portal itself And we'd love to have you. (laughs) We'd love to have you join us there. So there's that. I just wanted to speak highly of uh, Mike Wallace real quick. He has just been such an advocate for our business. And I really appreciate our partnership between each other. Um, We really do support each other. And Mike and Scott have actually known each other longer than I've really... Actually, they've engaged with each other more than I have. So I'm just so grateful now to... In consistent communication with Mike. So Mike, shout out to you. Thanks again for being on my show. And other than that, that's all I have to say for now. Anything additional, any other teasers, you just have to check out our portal. So once again, that's holding on the fort, podcast.com forward slash portal. Thanks so much. And I'll chat with you in the next episode. Bye for now.